Listener Production. Like a milkman from the olden days, delivering milk to your place at 6am every morning. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Do you see um, Netflix is a little bit in trouble over in Egypt about this Cleopatra docudrama that they're bringing out. Did you see that? I did. People um, having an issue with the, uh, I guess race of the person playing Cleopatra? Well, that's it. They're saying that they're blackwashing Cleopatra because, uh, they're, you know, there are Egyptian historians suggesting that Cleopatra w- was Greek or Macedonian yep. and wasn't black. But then Netflix have responded and said, well, no, we checked with other historians and they said that there is a chance that her mother was black. Right. And therefore, this is completely possible. Yeah, man, the things we talk about. I, I, I don't know because I'm not a historian, but it is it is funny. Like whenever there's a person who you know potentially was a person of color and was then played by a, a white actor, people come out and go, "Oh, it doesn't matter who what color people are that play it." And but as soon as it's flipped around. And potentially a black person playing someone who may not have been that. Suddenly it's like, oh, Netflix, you dogs, what are you doing around? It's very important to get exactly correct, the, the person. So I, I think hopefully people will be consistent in their uh, outrage. That's what I want. Don't mind our trace. Just make it consistent outrage. Yeah, that's right. Well, look, uh, we'll leave it up to you to decide what's right and what's wrong. Mm. But I'll tell you, I will tell you what is right right now. And that's this episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Except... Matt what? will be playing the part of Alex Dyson and I will be playing the part of Matt O'Connor. <laughs> historians will be outraged. No, I'll tell you what I will be playing the part of. I'll be playing the part oh, yes. of someone in a movie called Zombie Plane. <laughs> I've got all the lowdown for you, Alex Dyson. Yep, we've been waiting for this. I'll tell you what happened yesterday. This is Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, we've been waiting. An absol- I haven't slept a wink in 24 hours <laughs> since on yesterday's program. Oh, no, you've been bitten by the bug. <laughs> Matt O'Kind revealed that in a last-minute phone call, he was getting called up to the set of the biggest film Australia's produced since... Buddy, Baz Luhrmann's Australia, (laughs) right? It's Zombie Plane starring Sophie Monk, Vanilla Ice, and now All Day Breakfast's very own Matt O'Kind. You've been to set. You've checked it out. Tell us everything. (laughs) Okay. So first when I got the call, you might have heard this call come through from my agent. I just wanted to have a very quick chat to you about possibly one of the sillier films that I've seen come through for a while. A vehicle called... Zombie plane and stars vanilla ice. There's a very small role, one line, that's shooting tomorrow. Now, I didn't get much details. One line, I didn't know what I was supposed to be playing. I didn't know the role. I didn't know the situation. I didn't know where we were filming. Did the role have a moustache or they get to CGI that out? No, no, no. Yeah, it's like when you when you turn up to set with tattoos and they have to brown them out on uh, with the makeup. Um, no, no, no. I, I think my character was able to play um, with the moustache. So mm. here's the thing. I, I call back my agent immediately and I'm yep. like, all right, listen, we've got a few hurdles to get over. So in order to make it to set, make this work. Exactly. So one, it was in, I was in Sydney. It was in Brisbane. Yep. Okay. 
So I was like, one, I've got to get to Brisbane. Yeah. Okay, two, when are they filming this? Mm -hmm. I've got to film my own show, right? Yeah. I've got to make sure that I'm not needed on my own show. Easily done. Plus, I have a family mm. that I need to make sure that my daughter is not going to be stuck at daycare until Bro, the you know, lights out. Residual checks alone <laughs> for the rest of your life as humans stream zombie plane <laughs> millions and millions of times. I think Sophia will understand <laughs> the sacrifice. If she has to sleep at daycare overnight. <laughs> sure. So there was a few obligations. There's the things that I had to I had to mm. work around. I have to shout out to my family. Thank you, Belinda, for always having my back tirelessly mm. supporting me. Thank you very much. I want to thank Sophia for allowing Dad to go and play with some zombies. I want to thank the team of mother and son. I want to thank my agent. Look, I want okay, to thank... you haven't won the Oscar yet, mate. Can we? Can you tell us? Can you tell us what's actually happened on the day? Okay, 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 okay. So enough of the thank you speech. All right, here we go. Let's just say you are now looking at star of Zombie Plane, Matt O'Kine, who plays the role of waiter. No, seriously. Yes. You're joking because you famously played the role of and was fired from the role of waiter. <laughs> Last time I worked. Last time Queensland. you worked at a movie in Queensland because well, you dropped I... the glasses in the pool and people had to get underwater and clear the, the pool get of glass. Get a pool vacuum. <laughs> How could you get cast as another waiter after that debacle? Because I've had 15 years of experience since then, Daiso. I've paid off most of my hex debt. I'm ready. I'm absolutely ready. Wait, but are you on the plane, like flight attendant? Please tell me you're on the plane. No, 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 I wasn't on the plane. I think I'm, I, okay, I don't, I, they did not show me anything okay. from the script. I did not get a whole script. Yep. No way. They're not going to get Loose Lips Ocon, who broke the news <laughs> of their movie, yep. completely ruined their rollout. Yeah. They're not going to get me to the whole script. Okay, so they just gave me my scene. Mm -hmm. And all I can say in my scene, all right, is... That I was playing a waiter. Now, did it have a number after it? Were you waiter no, one or two? No. Well, if if there are other waiters, they might, but I was the first waiter oh, in the movie. Well, that's big. So I'm that's the big. I'm the number one waiter. Thank <laughs> yep. you very much. And um and I look at Vanilla Ice and my line and I'll tell you my line. So Vanilla Ice was in the scene with you. Oh, listen to me. Listen to me. <laughs> I will tell you my line after our visit to set. Have a listen. I've just turned up to the set of Zombie Plane. It's an incredibly big, beautiful property, and there is several luxury cars. I believe, from what I'm gathering, the scene that we're filming is an event. I can't say too much more. And I've got Giselle standing next to me, who is taking me to set. Can you say much about this top secret project, Giselle? Look, it's it's pretty top secret. We like to, to keep everything under wraps, to be honest. So, no, I can't say anything to you. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to have to go deep undercover. When I first got dropped off by the driver at the front of production, at the front of this huge set, um, I was greeted by a gentleman at the top of the driveway. I was expecting a, um, you know, a grand welcoming for Matt O'Kine, who would be playing waiter. And instead, the guy greeting me at the driveway just looked at me and said, extras that way. <laughs> I am sitting in this quite grand, lounge 
area, sitting area, um, that leads up to an upstairs mezzanine style room where um, a lot of people are fussing around a door, including uh, one producer of the movie. And I believe the reason why everyone is fussing is because inside that room where all those people are is one Robert Van Winkle, a.k.a. Sir Vanilla Ice. I think I'm about to, I think I'm about to get my first. Oh my god, that's him! That's him! Did you hear that? That was Vanilla Ice playing a little bit of the grand piano that is in this room. He's just walked past and he just walked out the door. Oh my god. We just got a Vanilla Ice original song on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. That could be the next Ice Ice Baby. Okay, we've hit our first glitch in the program. A vest was required for my character of the waiter. A medium was bought and a large was bought. Both are too small. Now, uh, this is a blow to the wardrobe department and it's a blow to my ego, realizing that I'm now officially in lecture large. <laughs> Currently eyeing my shirt, which is good. It's a good thing. It's a good thing because it means I'm you know, getting into the character of waiter. I feel myself becoming one with this person. Getting ready to walk out to be in my first shot of zombie plane. I believe I'm standing in the background of this shot, sitting on a milk crate, smoking a ciggy and taking some trash out. Three years of drama school, $30,000 worth of hex debt. I'm ready for this. Action! Okay, well, I've just finished an incredible scene here on Zombie Plane with my co-star, I can now say, uh, Robert, a.k.a. Vanilla Ice. Ice, I understand you've seen a coffee table around. Oh yeah, man, this coffee table is just all over the movie, but it's got carnage on it. It's not as pretty as when you saw it last. <laughs> ah, damn. What are we talking here? Bloods, brains? Bloods, brains, glass, zombies flying off of it, and some more stuff, too, that we won't talk about right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's naughty table. All right, no worries. Thanks very much for having me, Rob. Really appreciate oh, it. Best of luck with Zombie Play, man. You killed it. Thanks for being a part of it, brother. All the best. Big shout out to Matt and Alex on the All Day Breakfast. This is the Iceman kicking like Jackie Chan. Ah, the Iceman! <laughs> kicking like Jackie! <laughs> Cooking MCs like a pound of bacon! What? Go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go! <laughs> Bro! That is absolutely <laughs> incredible. How how was he? How was Robert? He was great, man. He was very fun. He took everything in his stride. I mean, I can't say too much, but as the waiter, I'm kind of watching him like he's he's there teaching some kids how to dance, right? Oh. And then they're they're all bagging him out and they're like, Why is a machine gun Kelly here? And then <laughs> like what like and then and then he's like, damn, bro, that's cold. And then I go, and to think informer used to be my favorite song. So that's the joke. Cause everyone knows that Snow yeah. made informer. informer. And so he's, he's, he's just poor vanilla's copping. Punch after punch, <laughs> and then everything turns around, I'm assuming, Oop. when he steps on a plane. So I don't want to give too much more away because I wow. can't. I literally can't. I don't know anything more about it. Well, that is a uh, massive behind the scenes from bro, the set the of Vom Zombie Plane. When is it? 
Oh, opening in theatres. Oh, who knows? But uh, I worry for those theatres because they won't have roofs after them, <laughs> after it's screened, okay? Uh, Mate, can you believe it? I'm now officially, I am now one of Iceman's co-stars. That is very, very good on the LinkedIn profile, mate. Only weeks after I was on a on a Misha Barton show, now I'm on a Vanilla Ice <laughs> I mean, this... It's incredible. <laughs> what a life you lead, sir. Well, we appreciate Vanilla Ice for uh, giving us a uh, a little bit of a shout out there. And Matt O'Kine, congratulations on uh, manifesting your destiny. Bro, keep an eye in cinemas, wherever you get your movies. Zombie plane <laughs> with you one of these days. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Iceman. Thanks, Sophie Monk. Thank you to Mike Meyer, one of the directors. Lav Bodnick, the other directors. No, not Mike Myers. Mike Meyer. Anyways... <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to you coming to a cinema near you, please. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Can you hear me, Alex? Alex, can I ask you a question? It's called Ask Alex. That's right, Matt O'Kine. When it comes to relationships, I've had one. And so that makes me qualified to be able to uh, dish out advice to those of you who are thinking of doing the same. Oh, look, it's more than that, mate. It's the fact that you also grew up providing advice to youngsters around Australia, in fact, possibly the world, with a monthly column with Girlfriend magazine. That's right. 50 cents a word, baby. Ooh, look at you Mm. getting that cash money. You're, You're becoming very intimate with... That moolah. Um, so you know all about relationships, bro. Um, but you know, you have been helping out our listeners mm. every now and then with your segment Ask Alex, where we ask you to provide a little conundrum that you have in the world of love and sex and relationships and dating, and we get our resident love advisor, Alex the Rat Dog Dyson, to uh provide you with some helpful tips to get through your Love-filled days. And this week, we've got a live question, actually. Let's uh, bring in Josh from Perth. G'day, Josh. Hey, guys. How you going? Pretty good, Good, mate. Thanks, Josh. And uh, look, I'm not across your particular problemo yet. So do you want to just ask Alex direct? What's going on? Of course. Um, Well, I'm 26 years old, and I've never had a relationship ever. Um, So I thought I'd ask Alex about it. All right. Help me out, bro. Mm. Help me out. So you are currently looking for a relationship, but have never actually got into one. More open to it now, yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's well, interesting. Well, well, hold on. Well, sorry. I'm mean, just to jump in there. You're more open to it now. That indicates to me that you you were previously not open to the idea of a relationship. Is that correct? That is correct. Yep. That's really interesting. Okay. Yep. So, um, which area do you reckon you need help in? More so, like, like what stage to say whatever you know. But I mean, have you had regular partners before? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. so you've you've had some. So you've got, you've had you got people... a few. You got a few smooth yeah. moves at the moment, Josh, which so, gets yeah. people interested in the gets a little nibble. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. but but then somewhere along the line, it's sort of fallen apart. Yes. Yeah. Do you reckon you've been a bit uh, apprehensive when it says, you know what, I'm not sure that this is the right person for me for the rest of my life, so I'm going to start becoming a little bit distant? Has it been where you're leaning in and these people have been saying to you, hey, look, I'm going to look elsewhere, that kind of thing. It was fun for a moment, but I'm going to go elsewhere. What do you, what do you, has been, what has been hitting you with those two? A bit of both, really. 
a bit of both, I think. Interesting. So we're going to try and get that sweet spot and get you, what would you like to call it? A partner, a girlfriend, a boyfriend? <laughs> a partner, girlfriend. Well, I've, I've been in a couple of relationships over the years. Some of them, you fly into it and go, this is going to be the best. Let's do it. Others is more of a, that slower burn. He's like, you know what? This makes sense. I enjoy hanging, hanging out with you. I don't want to lose that sensation. And I hate to say it, Josh, because I think, I think you might know the answer, mate. Got to get that communication. Now, that's not mm. cult, in the cultish sense of communes. All right. We don't want to do that. Although... <laughs> They're very good at getting into relationships. I'll tell you that. Um, you, wait, mate, you say that God wants you to be in a relationship with people. They'll, they'll jump into it. There's no questions asked. But um, so let's like workshop it. You, you've been seeing someone for a little while. You want to make it more serious. What do you reckon you'd say? Well, that actually just happened like a couple, couple of days ago. Uh, um, okay. Like, Talk us yeah, through this conversation, like, mate. What happened? Well, gone on a few dates with this girl and mm. then, and she's really bad at replying. So it takes like three or four or five days, and I really hate that. Mm -hmm. Okay, can get a bit frustrating sometimes. Yeah, and then anyway, a bit flaky. But and then I, I just told her how I feel, mm -hmm. and then a few things went like back and forth, and then she still hasn't replied in three days. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, look, well, I'm not going to mince my words here, and that doesn't look good, mate. Doesn't sound good, but you know everyone's what? different. You, you know what? You know what? I disagree. That looks very good for you, Josh. <laughs> Because it is definitive proof that if this person wanted to, you know, commit to you, then they would. That's yes, that's true. You, that is you do exactly not. It. There's no reason because now because they're not communicating, you can assume either things. Why not assume they've got some things going on? I've got a lot to give. They're going to be missing out on that at the moment. Let's move on to the next opportunity potentially. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm feeling as well. Also, I mean, when you think about, when you're talking about being in a relationship with someone, everyone's got different opinions on what a relationship actually is. Oh. I mean, you know, been on the dating apps recently. The ethical non-monopoly is rife. It's a bloody plague of it, mate. Exactly. <laughs> is is being in a relationship someone being monogamous, but you know, doing your separate things and only mm -hmm. catching up every now and then, or do you see relationships as being living in the same house together? The only way you're going to know is via communicating, just like what Alex does. And that's it. If you're, because I've been in that thing, you're like, oh, you're sitting around for days, you're waiting for a text and that kind of thing. And if you want to do, you can take the power into your own hands and send one, just going. Hey, not sure it's, you know, happening, but if you're not into it, let's just let me know. I'll catch you later kind of thing, you know, if not. So feel free to take that lingering feeling out of your head earlier if you need to. Don't You don't have to sit around and be, um, yeah, in uncertainty land for, for too long if you don't need to. That's right. You're in power of your own destiny and I can see a good future for you, Josh. So stay strong yourself. Mm. And as I always say, mate, relationship and love, it's like the pokies, yeah? <laughs> There's no... What's it called when you've written a... I don't know. I don't play the like pokies. A, like X plus three. What's a, what's that math? There's no equation. Is that what I'm saying? <laughs> there's, no, there's no equation for when the payout comes, right? <laughs> Just because you've paid, played a machine for a long time doesn't mean it does, you know that you're going to get the free spins. Just because... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or just uh, because you've just won free spins doesn't mean you can't win straight away on the uh, same machine. Right. 
Don't now, you just got to confused? Yeah. Okay. Well, well I'm. <laughs> All right. Well, we've obviously confused. Just scrap you that. You get that free chili in... one day, mate. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you're in Perth and you want to be Josh's girlfriend, get in touch with the show. There you go. We got one for you. Yes, perfect. There we go. That's, that's all Thanks, I need. Thanks, Josh. Good luck. Stay strong. Take the power into your own hands. Control your own destiny. <laughs> See you, mate. Cheers, mate. Bye. <laughs> Gamble responsibly. Thanks, boys. Well, he's got a degree in a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Acting, but on All Day Breakfast, he's got a Bachelor in Fine Arts of Facting. Because Matt O'Kine brings us the greatest fact that he's blown his mind this week. Matthew, what are you looking at today? I'd like to start this segment with a little bit of a who am I? All right. Who am I? Go on. Okay, here we go. Who am I? Born Norman Quentin Cook. Bad boy in, Slim. <laughs> Norman Cook's name. <laughs> Hardest name is Fat Boy Slim. That's you're right. <laughs> okay, okay. I I wondered if I should include a first name. Um, born I, Bromley Kent. I didn't know his middle name was Quentin. Well, there you go, Quentin. 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 Um, no, you're right. It is Fat Boy Slim because he was one of the first people I ever talked to on. On radio, I was doing like a segment on the drive show and he happened to be on that day. And I was like, oh my God, I was chatting to him. And I'm like, ah, because um, growing up, me and my sister used to like go do drawing and we used to draw, draw <laughs> this, we, like, I think we had to, you had to try and guess the band name and we draw something. I remember drawing like a, a fat man and then a slim man next to him and mm. my sister had to guess fat boy slim. <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, and you know, Norman Cook has said doesn't mean anything, the name. It's just an oxymoron. He thought it was kind of funny. Mm. Um, goofy and ironic are the words that he used. But um, no, I remember early, well, late 90s, early 2000s, and, um, you know, there was a dance, there was a rare dance floor that you'd find that didn't have mm. a little bit of Fat Boy Slim playing on it. And uh, one little riff in particular has always stuck in my head. I mean, Rockefeller Skank was a great sort of starting launch pad for me into the world of Fatboy Slim. And I right about fan. now, the Funk, funk Soul, Soul brother. brother. Check, yeah, exactly. Right? Tune. Tune. That was Praise You doom, for a little doom, bit, you doom, know. Doom, doom, doom. This came around the peak time of me watching Rage on a Saturday morning as well. So I saw all of these bad boys. percent Okay, but the one that I'm going to talk about today is one that was released on 19th of April. In the video, if you're, if you're a Rage fan... Started with a little bit of like prehistoric time, you know, billions of years ago, a single cell evolves into a jellyfish, into a worm, into a pipefish, into a papa fish, and then to a fish, <laughs> then it grows legs and it comes out and blah, 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 blah. Climbs up a tree, the alligator thing. Oh, remember it well. Exactly. And the song you might remember with the little hook and it always sticks in my head and I always think about it and it goes, right here, right now, right here, right now. Right here, right now. No, but it's more right high here, pitched than that. Right now. <laughs> I don't know if it's quite like that. Anyways, got to send a little uh, tweet from good friend of the show, Sam Robinson, um, who you might know as the breakfast producer at the uh, ABC local radio in the Riverina area. Mm. But he's he's chatted to us on the show before. He's a good 
good friend of ours here. And uh, he just said, oi, a little bit of mind blown action for you. And sent me this tweet that said, by user at I don't know her, um, said, I never knew the right here, right now vocal from the Fatboy Slim song is actually Angela Bassett saying it in the film Strange Days, all right? The 1995 film Strange Days. And this is how it sounds in that movie. This is your life right here, right now. That's bang on. <laughs> you didn't do much with that. That's just chucking it in. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, for some reason, it's not as high pitched as I thought it was. <laughs> No, yeah, it's, it's nowhere right. near like that at all. Nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> Can we play that again? Right here, right now, right here, right now, right here, right now. Yeah, no, that is actually you're right. She, yeah, I don't think she you've done much it. at all. She doesn't go right here, right here. Why did I think that that happened? Anyways, look, it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is that was a little bit of a mind blowing fact. Even I just love samples. I always I spend a lot of time on whosample.com. Big fan of the um of the ability to sample, to stretch, to play with sound. So uh I, I thought that, that was a very interesting little factoid for you. What? Yeah, I'm giving you the mild groan because oh. you were way off with that uh, right here, right now. And also <laughs> producer samples things is <laughs> is not mind blowing to you? No, but it is cool to see where they come from. Bauer, you know the guy who did the Harlem Shake? Yeah. He's got he's good to follow on TikTok if you like the samples. He like finds, yeah, he goes on different songs and like picks them out. They are pretty good. I love it. I love it. It also actually samples a string melody from the James Gang song, Ashes, The Rain and I, um, a song from someone called Antoniv Dvorak, an old composer, Czech composer. And then the, the lyrics right here, right now from Strange Days. There you go. So, it's clever stuff. Um, yeah. We also like hearing a sample of your voice uh, when it comes to Mind Blown. Send us a fact that you think is pretty cool and we will play it here. This week's Mind Blown comes from Erin. So, Matt and Alex, I have got a mind-blowing fact for you. I just read that when the Apollo moon mission landed back in Hawaii, when they got off, they were made to go through customs. They had to declare their moon rocks and their moon dust. There you go. Mind-blowing fact. Actually, that might be a mild groan for Matthew the Crumb O'Kine, who does not believe in the moon landing. Um, <laughs> so take it as you will. Mind blown. I think it's my blog having to go through the Hawaii airport or something like that. You have anything to declare. Yeah, I just got back from the moon. Thank I'm you. pretty sure. Can I just say, though, I think I have already said that as a, as a mind-blowing fact. Having to go through customs. I'm pretty sure. I have, haven't I said it sometime on this podcast in the last 600 episodes? Ron, you're the gatekeeper of all this. I don't You may have. Does it ring a bell? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, what Erin what said at the end there about you talking about a soundstage <laughs> rings a bell, <laughs> but the actual fact, but I don't know. All right. I often, I often forget what we talk about here, trying to blank it out of my mind. I thought we recorded <laughs> earlier today. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, I'll just if, if you know whether I've said this fact or not, maybe I just know it. Maybe I just know the fact, and that's why I find it a little bit of a mild groan, that it's not that surprising. <laughs> 
Well, I just don't think it's that surprising that anyone would need to go through customs after visiting a soundstage in LA for a few days <laughs> when well, they land in Hawaii. Because they're, they're in the same country. <laughs> yeah, no, that is mind-blowing that they'd have to do that. All right, well, thank you very much. Please send in your facts at matt.n.alex on Instagram. We love to hear them. Anything that blows your mind during the week, just let us know. As soon as you think, you think, oh, that's pretty interesting. Chuck it on your voice messages and send it through to us. We'd love to hear it. Join us tomorrow for a big, big episode because I actually do need your help. I have a legal issue I may need to to talk through. Oh, okay. Let's just say the ball is in my court, Matt O'Kine. But that's happening tomorrow. Please join us then. It should be fun. Until then, have a really good one and we'll catch you later. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.